0: someone said something about street food and I was like oh my god like I love street food like every time I travel like that's, yeah. what, I, that's what I eat like yeah. all the time and <laughs> this, this one um, older lady was like <sighs> like well I bet you wouldn't do that in Mexico and I was like ma'am <laughs> that's literally all if I only do only you knew that's all I do <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the World of Podcast. A show about anything, everything, and probably food. This is episode one of season two. Can you believe it? We already made it to season two. Uh, if you're just now joining the party, definitely check out season one. We had a lot of great guests on the show. We had rappers, we had researchers, we had chefs, we had artists, we had all kinds of people on the show. Um, so definitely check that out. And. Um, yeah, season two, we made it. I'm terrible at introductions, but here we are. This episode, we are talking with my friend George Gonzalez about interacting with and experiencing cultures that you're not born into through food. So this is um, something that he and I have talked about quite a bit. That's actually how we met um, and, and became friends. Food is really an incredible gateway into new cultures or, or cultures that you are not familiar with and uh, so we talk a little bit about how that can be um, exciting and fun and also that can be kind of awkward sometimes <laughs> um, but uh, great conversation with George if you don't know George um, he, by profession he is a barber at Fort Worth Barbershop love going there they always take care of me it's a great place shout out to Jonathan Morris in Fort Worth Barbershop, but yeah, George is a great guy, we've had a lot of really interesting conversations on the subject, um, and so I just wanted to have him on the show, and just kind of let him talk about this thing, so without further ado, here we go. Well, George, thanks for joining us today. How's it going, man? <laughs> it's going pretty good, and we have, uh, you're the first guest that gets food on this show. Yeah, I'm excited. It's, uh, <laughs> dinner's in the oven right now, so... Yeah. <laughs> don't expect this everyone else yeah (laughs) (laughs) well no we've been we've been planning on doing this for a while i feel like um every time i you know go get my hair cut i'm like oh i need to i need to have him over for dinner yeah and then i was like you know what let's just do it now yeah set a day (laughs) let's just do it and uh then we can do a podcast yeah for sure (laughs) (laughs) but um i guess Kind of to start the conversation because this episode is going to be a little different. Like we were talking about before we started recording. Yeah. Um. Because I remember the first time that we hung out, um, we went and and got tacos and we were just kind of talking about, um, what it's like, kind of entering into, food cultures that you're not born into. Yeah. Right. And so like for me, it's like Mexican, you know. Yeah. Food. Absolutely. Because I definitely wasn't like. Born with that. Like my parents are super white. Like we had Tex Mex in Mississippi, and you can imagine how terrible that is. (laughs) Um, and so like that was my only exposure to that until much later in life. Mm -hmm. Um, but now that's you know, that's kind of you know what I'm usually into. And then um, you know, with you with a lot of different kind of Asian um, styles of, of cooking and food. Absolutely. Um, so I guess just kind of start a little bit about Maybe what, what kind of food do you like to eat? Like when you go to eat, like what's, what's kind of exciting for you right now?
1: Yeah, so for the past maybe three, four years, it was Vietnamese food. Uh, I don't really know how I got into it. Uh, I think it was just I was at a point in my life where I was very... Um, I, was in, I was developing an interest in cuisine, uh, I'm not a chef myself. I don't cook a lot. But uh, as a kid, I would watch Iron Chef like crazy. And my dad would look at me like I was insane. Like, why? <laughs> you're like 12 years old. Why are you watching Iron yeah. Chef? And I was, uh, there was something about just culinary, the culinary arts that I was fascinated about. And Iron Chef is. You know the original Iron Chef is I think shot in Japan or something like mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. and so you know just Asian food in general just always caught my attention because it was so different from what I'd had growing up between American food and Puerto Rican food. Yeah. Um, and so,
0: where, yeah. where did you grow up, by the way? Here in Fort Worth, uh, okay.
1: Dallas-Fort Worth area, like okay. gotcha. H uh, E B, Herschel's Bedford. Okay. Um, but yeah, born and raised in North Texas. Gotcha. Uh, so I, I've, I've You know, every once in a while, we would venture out. We would, you know, as a family, go to like a Chinese restaurant and things like that. But um, it was mostly just, you know, when my mom made at home, Puerto Rican food. You know, when we would eat out, a lot of American food. And then every once in a while, some Italian, like Mm -hmm. lasagna. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to try different things. And I didn't have the funds to go travel. So I just thought, why not just start going to different restaurants With foods that I've just never heard of before, and so for whatever reason, I I went to some Thai restaurants and I way overdid it on the spice, (laughs) and I was just like, I like it for at that. That moment in my life, I was like, this is too much spicy food. I need to chill out a little bit because, you know, Puerto Ricans, we'd not, we're not used to spice. So when they
0: said, like, one to five, you were like five. Yeah, right? I was like, yeah, four or five. Because, oh. like, in
1: Mexican <laughs> restaurants, I'm like, yeah, like, uh, I can handle spice. But, like, yeah. Thai spice is way different. It's a different ballgame <laughs> yeah. altogether. Yeah,
0: it's a different kind of spice. Exactly, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and so eventually I, I made my way onto Vietnamese food. Mm-hmm. And... Whenever I would get into a certain type of food, um, naturally I just go straight to Google, Wikipedia, and I just start learning about that country. I just I've always been really curious. Uh, my dad is huge on history, and so I've always had a love for history. And so I start reading up on history about Vietnamese culture, and I'm like, man, like Vietnamese culture looks pretty cool. And then um, you know, doing some further digging, like I, I, I'm a barber by trade. And so I found these guys on, um, on Instagram, these Vietnamese guys that live in um, Ho Chi Minh or Saigon, mm-hmm. uh, and they were all like Chicano. <laughs> like they, they shaved their heads, got tattoos, like they wear dickies, they wear big oversized shirts. And I was like, man, there's something about the Vietnamese culture that's just like there's like little subcultures in Vietnam that are so, so dope. And I just I fell in love with the, the culture of Vietnamese um, the Vietnamese in general, yeah. and not only that, I could actually read, kind of the the language because it's you know uh, their alphabet's are very similar to ours. They just use uh, accents, mm-hmm. more accents than what we're used to. Sure. Um, and so, uh, there was something about that culture that I just fell in love with. Yeah. And their food is amazing. Yeah. I mean, they've got everything from soups to rice dishes to street foods to you know banh mi, and it's it's different but it's not crazy, you know. Yeah. You know, a lot of you know, when you go to Japanese restaurants and you order something, sometimes you'll get octopus, you'll get squid and mm-hmm. that's to me, that's like not something that I'm used to. Okay. Whereas in Vietnamese restaurants it's chicken, beef, yeah, you know, pork and they just use different seasonings or more seasonings than what we use here and yeah. it tastes amazing, like yeah. lemongrass and all that stuff. So that's how I kind of fell in love with that, and then from Vietnamese food, that's where I just I branched out and I tried everything from Japanese to Turkish to uh, Romanian, German stuff like that, and I just I fell in love with cuisine after that.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. that's really cool, and and I think like Vietnamese food is kind of a can be a good entry place for people because a lot of kind of their flavor profile while it's, it's different, it's kind of familiar enough. Like, there's lots yeah. of, like, ginger and yeah. shallots and, like, um, cilantro and, like, things that, like, you know what they are. Mm-hmm. Maybe you haven't had them combined in this way. Yeah. Um, but it's like, oh, this is interesting, but I'm not, like, super freaked out by it. Yeah. You know?
1: It's a perfect <laughs> gateway. That's what I tell people. I mean, if, uh, you know, there's a lot of Latin people here in DFW, mm-hmm. and... Everyone, a lot of them have had pozole before. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, pho is basically Asian pozole. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, not it's so that big. much different. Yeah. Um, you know, you have your green pozole and your red pozole. In Viet- uh, Vietnamese food, you have pho and you have like bun bohue, which is just like the red pho yeah. with more like flavors. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, and then they have rice based dishes. Like who hasn't gone to a restaurant and had rice and chicken? Yeah. Okay, well, they have that in <laughs> Vietnamese culture, too. It just tastes different. It's yeah. it's still delicious. So, it uh, yeah, it's a perfect gateway, for sure.
0: Yeah. And and it's just, it's, like, it's really um, satisfying. Like, I hadn't, there's not a big Vietnamese population in, in Mississippi, so I had yeah. not had it until I moved here. Um, and everybody was talking about, like, pho all the time. I was yeah. like, what is pho? Like, what is this? Um, and then, you know, I went and had it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, the best thing ever. Yeah. And um, got really interested into, like, like how to make it and things like that. And I ended up um, pitching it as a class idea when I was teaching at, um, at the cooking school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like started, I was like, all right, if I'm going to do this, like, I need to know how to make this, like, from scratch. Exactly. And um so I just did a lot of research and, like, watched, like, a ton of, like, YouTube videos. Some of them, like, I couldn't understand anything they're saying. But yeah. I'm, like, I'm just going to watch this whole yeah. process.
1: It's a long process, too. Like, it is. It it take, it can take a day or more to make yeah. pho, like, from scratch with the noodle and the broth and everything, so.
0: It, it takes a long time. But yeah. but it was fun, and, and getting to teach that class and, like, um it was always it was always intimidating when I had Vietnamese people take that class. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh crap! Like I don't feel qualified." Yeah, my
1: mom makes it better.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I, we had a lot of people um, who were just like, "I've like grown up eating this, but I have no idea how to make it." Yeah, um, and so that was, I mean, anytime that I was you know teaching, I, I tried to make sure that I you know was respected and, and representing the, the cuisine, yeah. and, and and just by cooking it at home a lot. Um, you you start to kind of understand that a little bit more, but it's always fun to see people both like trying new things mm-hmm. and then also like understanding more of like their own culture and like yeah. cooking is like a huge part of um, you know your identity as oh, a yeah. person. Yeah. Um, and so I guess when you start to when you start to cook it, like if you don't cook and you start to cook things that you've grown up with, yeah. Um, to me, anyway, it, it kind of feels like you have more of a grasp on on what that is.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Because you know, cooking is individual to each culture. I mean, we all have to eat, right? But we all fall into certain um, we all fall into certain habits, and so yeah. each culture, you know, has their traditional dishes, um, and that is a huge part of what, who each and every one of us is. Yeah, is you know like. Uh, you know, whenever I have a soda or I have like, um, cer- or like certain street food, like it'll, you know, from a different culture, I'll go, man, like that kind of reminds me, like, like back mm-hmm. home, and it, it hits you with nostalgia a lot of times, and it, it's deeply rooted, in each and every one of us.
0: Yeah, cuisines. I was, uh, I was reading something the other day, um, and uh, there was a quote that stood out to me, and she said that, um, our our language and our food are the the two things that most shape our yeah. like cultural identity, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the way that we speak, the language that we speak, and then the food that we eat, absolutely, are like the two most fundamental yeah. pieces.
1: Yeah, I mean, even if uh, you know, if I ever do travel, I like to eat whatever the locals eat. Mm-hmm. But it is always a little comforting whenever you go somewhere that you're not familiar with, and you find something that like, oh, I've, I've had that before. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to go. I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to feel at home for just a little bit yeah. and go to like, I don't know, like a Whataburger or just yeah. something that's like <laughs> what, we're, what we're used to. Yeah. and like, oh, like they have some place that I'm familiar with. Like, let me go over there just to feel a little bit yeah. more comfortable in this kind of strange environment that I'm not accustomed to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, so I used to like be super against that idea. Yeah. Like when I traveled, I was like, I don't want anything that's familiar at all. Like I want yeah. to experience like everything, like yeah. not about it. If it even like reminds me of the States, like yeah. I'm not going there. Uh-huh. Um, and I've since like <laughs> come away from that, yeah, like for having sure. traveled um, enough uh, to where, but I, you know, I, and I, I don't think you're saying this, but, like, some people, like, they only do, like, what's yeah, familiar to them. No, and that's not good. No. But having that little piece of, like, okay, this yeah, is familiar. This is, like, of course. a little break yeah. uh, from everything that's, like, because it's, like, sensory overload. Yeah, you know? It it's is. It's, like, yeah. everything, absolutely. everything about everything is different.
1: Absolutely. Like, I, I'm sure, you know, I, I've, I've had a uh, a few people that I've met that, like, go to Mexico, and they go for, like, the full Mexican experience. Like, yeah. they go to Mexico City, and they only eat, like... You know traditional Mexican food, and then like they just kind of get burned out on it, and they're (laughs) like, "Man, I I could go for a burger right now." Yeah. (laughs) And so they'll they'll just like sneak out and grab a burger, and they're like, "Okay, like that reset everything. I can go back into you know eating traditional food again." Yeah, and and
0: I think that's such like a, I think all cultures like experience that. Yeah, like that's something that's like universal. Like sometimes you just want like okay, I just want like this thing that I know what it's like, mm-hmm. you know? It's, absolutely. Um, there's something just very, like, comforting about that. Yeah. Um, but, so just kind of going back to kind of exploring food a little bit, um, it can be really uncomfortable mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> doing that. Mm-hmm. So talk, talk a little bit about that. Like, have you ever just, like, seen a place and you're like, I really want to go in there, but uh, I'm not sure, like, yeah about this place yeah so
1: there's um there's been a few times uh, when I when I w- went to California a couple times uh, I've gone to San Jose and there's a part of San Jose that I love uh, it's called Japantown mm. and it's just maybe five or six blocks and it's just mostly Japanese it's mostly like elderly Japanese okay. people um, that have like elderly homes out there but there's tons of Japanese, and there's also Hawaiian and Korean and stuff like that in that area. And, but a lot of it, because there's such a large Japanese population in that yeah. one little area, there's places that that they don't have English on any of their menus. Yeah. And so I would you know go on Google Maps, and I would look at their menu, and there's no English. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to go there if I yeah. can't communicate. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, obviously the waiters, there has to be one of them that knows how to speak <laughs> English. So I went there and I was just, I, I sat there looking at the menu and the waiter was describing to me, you know, what different dishes were. And I just looked at him and I was like, just give me, just give me what whatever you eat. What do you normally eat? And yeah. just give me that. And he handed me plates and I was just like, what the heck <laughs> is in front of me right now? I didn't know if it was seafood or if it was, I, 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 I mean, to this day, some of the plates that I had, yeah. I don't even know what was in them. Yeah. Um, so it was really terrifying and I was <laughs> by myself, you know, I wasn't in California with anyone, I was totally yeah. alone. And so, you know, there would be moments where I would get like a plate put in front of me and I would just kind of look at it and go, I don't I'm not <laughs> visually <laughs> I'm not feeling it. And so I would just pull up my my phone and I would try to like describe it on Google to see if I could yeah. figure out <laughs> what exactly I was eating. But at some point, you know, you just gotta eat it, you know. Yeah. I, I I'm also I'm not the kind of person I never send dishes back, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. I don't I don't care if it's, I mean, unless it's, like, horrible or yeah. unless they completely got my order wrong. Yeah. A lot of times, even if my order's wrong, I'll eat it. Like, yeah. who cares? I'm,
0: I'm the same way. Whatever. Yeah.
1: So at, at some point, I just go, whatever, I'll, I'll eat it. Yeah. And 90% of the time, I like it. Yeah. Um, there was one time I went to a Korean restaurant, that was known for their Korean barbecue, but I did not get the Korean barbecue. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to have like something else. Like that's traditional. And it was a beef stew. And I was not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) I I really tried to eat it. And it was, it was, it was just like really, uh, in terms of seasoning, it's Mm -hmm. like lack of seasoning for whatever reason. And I don't know if it was just like a bad day or if it's just like that restaurant's just, that's not one of their main dishes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and, uh, you know, like, the, the waiter would come up and he's like, how is it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, like, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's part of the experience, you know. That's, yeah. that's um, uh, one of the things that I've, I've noticed is that when you go to a restaurant and you feel a little uncomfortable mm. because it's a different culture than yours, a lot of times, the people, the the you know the, the chefs, the the owners, the waiters, they kind of like respect you. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, like, props. You know, props for for <laughs> trying it out. Even if it doesn't work out, like they they give you a little bit of extra respect because mm-hmm. you're. They know that you're going out of your comfort zone. It's really easy to spot someone that's out of their comfort <laughs> zone. You know. Yeah. And so, um, I. I, I noticed that. And so, you know, when I go to Vietnamese restaurants, the first few times that I went, I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm way out of my league. I don't know what the heck is no, good. I'm I don't know what's... clearly not Asian. Yeah, I'm yeah. very clearly <laughs> not Asian. Um, but, like, I would, in order to make myself comfortable, I would try to learn a little bit of their culture beforehand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, would, I learned some of the accents mm-hmm. um, in the Vietnamese language. And so, whenever I would order, like, pho like, tai, they would be like, hey... Nice. Like, you know, like, yeah, you said that right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Like you, you pronounced it like good job. Even if it wasn't the perfect pronunciation, like you, you actually tried and you notice their demeanor completely changes Yeah, and they become like really excited and they Mm -hmm. like, Oh, like, are you, do you speak Vietnamese or like, why, why, why are you taking an interest? And in that little bit of connection with that person, you immediately get a lot more comfortable and Mm -hmm. you feel a lot more relaxed because it's almost like you feel like they're taking extra care. Yeah with you because, oh my, this guy this guy's actually cares about our culture. Yeah. You know,
0: so. And, and I think that that's kind of, mm, I would say majority of people enjoy sharing their culture with other people. Absolutely. Like majority of people like want you to know about it because they're proud of it. You know, yeah. they they love it and, and food is such an easy way to share it and it's such mm-hmm. an accessible way to share it mm-hmm. that. For whatever reason, even though that's the case, like 95% of the time, yeah. there is still this kind of feeling of like, it's an intrusion somehow. Yeah. At least I feel like that sometimes, yeah. um, going into a place where you're like clearly the only person that like <laughs> looks like you and you're like, everyone in here is like uh-huh. completely like from this culture, immersed in this culture yeah. and something about that feels invasive. Yeah. Um, but just like you're saying, just kind of showing that interest, mm-hmm. um, they Always, like, super excited. Like, people are just super oh, yeah. excited about I mean, what's the people? first
1: thing when, when someone from out of town comes to your home town? You take them to the restaurants that you like. Yeah. You're like, oh, like, what? where, you know, my brother's coming in from out of town. Like, where should I go take them to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yeah. And so you look for all the local spots because that's what you hold near and dear to your heart. And yeah. so whenever you go to someone, uh, you know, a restaurant that's from a different culture than yours... Mm-hmm. They're excited to share that little bit of culture with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So
0: it's um it's fun. And, th- and that's what I always tell people, like, just just try it. Like it's fine. Absolutely. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: you're not you're not gonna get sick. You're not yeah. like nothing's nothing if anything, like you might get something that's a little too spicy. <laughs> but yeah. other than that, <laughs> like it's 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 not gonna kill you. Like you know?
0: worst case scenario, you don't like it. Yeah. Right? It's like Absolutely. Um yeah, Best case
1: scenario you freaking love it. Like Yeah. And you're like, I mean, oh, I
0: just found like a new favorite thing, yeah. you know, that I like. Yeah,
1: there's a there's one place I had an experience like that where it's a restaurant called Kamori Tatsuya, okay, in Austin, in East Austin, and I think they have a second one in that area that's like similar name but different. But Kamori Tatsuya is it's a uh, izakaya, Japanese mm-hmm. izakaya, mm-hmm. so it's like a bar mm-hmm. um, where you go like after work, hang out with some people, and yeah. you order a bunch of small dishes and things like that. And this restaurant, they're known for having, you know, like the ramen and everything, but they also smoke meats. Nice. And so they'll have, like, barbecue ramen, and they'll Mm -hmm. kind of infuse, like, the Texan and the Japanese together. and But they also had this (laughs) this side menu that was just, like, weird food. And they admit, (laughs) like, this is some weird stuff if you want to – if you're feeling experimental. Yeah. And I had everything from – a squid that was marinated in its own guts,
0: okay,
1: which was disgusting.
0: I Aww, hated it. Um, <laughs> I was like, I could, I could. Get yeah, it but <laughs> like,
1: it's just, and you know, maybe I have to like, you know, eat more squid f- to develop that that palate. Um, I had monkfish liver, which wasn't all that bad, mm-hmm. and I had jellyfish tentacles just like raw, okay, with like a sauce, and that was actually flavor wise good, okay. but. Uh, it was like eating tendon like the texture oh was just, just like super like yeah chewy it was really odd but then i had a yellowtail collarbone and okay. that's probably huh. one of the best dishes i've had ever and i never would have thought of ordering a yellowtail collarbone yeah yeah and uh, i'm pretty sure it was yellowtail but it was a uh, it was just a fish collarbone and it was pretty large yeah. And they serve it to you and they're just like, yeah, just eat it with your hands because there's still like, like tiny bones mm. that you're going to have to like spit out. And dude, I it was the most tender meat I've ever had. Yeah. They had some kind of like rock salt that you put over it mm-hmm. and a little bit of lime and it was amazing. Yeah. And I would never have like, had that experience had I not just done a Google search and yeah. gone like, what's, what's some interesting yeah restaurant near me? Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And um, I think um, – and I tell people this and they don't believe me, but, like, I'm not, like, a naturally adventurous person, um, especially, yeah. like, growing up. Like, oh, yeah. my God. Um, we had routine – like, everything was routine. Like, mm-hmm. nothing was out of the ordinary. <laughs> like, did not do a lot of things that yeah, were different. Um, and for for me, like, I had to travel to, like, get out of that. Yeah. Um, but I think just even just going – to a place like you're saying and just kind of like trusting the you know the waiter yeah just be like you know what you pick something for me yeah um and and just you know going for it and just be like you know what this is i'm just gonna try it yeah see see what happens yeah um maybe i love it maybe i hate it i'm not gonna die like it's fine exactly um or you know another way too like a lot of the um a lot of the the like actual Mexican food that I had for the first time was in, in people's homes. Like that's where I was like, oh, that's what this is what Mexican food tastes yeah. like. I, yeah, I like this, you know. Yeah, this tastes nothing like Tex-Mex. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is very different. Yeah. Um, and, but it, all of it was like very unfamiliar. I was like, I have no idea what any of these things are. Um, yeah. And, and sometimes you're not crazy about it. Like I went to, uh, I remember because I was, you know, I was part of a Hispanic church for five years. Mm-hmm. And we went to someone else's house that I didn't know, like a group of us. Yeah. And, um, and I didn't know what it was at the time. I know now it was kind of like a, a version of, um, um, but it had, um, you know, it had the tendon and then it had like oh, the stomach yeah. lining and stuff yeah. in it. And I just remember like seeing it and I was like, this is not something I've had before. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not crazy about the yeah. way it smells, yeah. but I'm like in this woman's house, Like mm-hmm. I can't be like, no, thank you. Yeah. You of know? course um and so just like eating it and i hated it like yeah. not a fan it's <laughs> not a fan of the stomach sometimes it was, you just got to suck it up though, it man. wasn't like i can only and i'm to this day like i'm not crazy about like stomach lining yeah if it's cleaned either. really well then mm-hmm. i can i'm okay with it it's kind of more of a texture thing i'm the same way but um when i had it the first time it was very barnyardy yeah and uh, just really intense like very pungent yeah very overpowering yeah
1: I, I I was the same way when I when I very first and to this day I can I can stand it more, but I'm still not. When I see it on a menu, I don't like. My eyes don't light up. Yeah. And it's mole, and okay, I've tried yeah. I tried different types of mole and like, I don't know if it was just when I was a kid the the mole that that they served us, it was it had chocolate in it, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason as a kid like my brain just short circuited and like chicken and chocolate like yeah, what like yeah, that doesn't yeah. make any sense yeah. Um, But now I've I've come around to it, but like, you know, menudo, I, I can't, I can't do it. (laughs) I don't know why. Like, it's just, yeah, it just gets to me. And and it's,
0: and it's okay not to like things. Yeah, of course. That's, that's the other thing too. But
1: I I mean, if I'm in somebody's home and somebody offers me menudo, I'm going to take it because maybe, maybe that time I'll like it. Maybe they do it a little different. Yeah.
0: And like, I mean, even with like mole, probably like the first five times I had it, I did not like it. Yeah. But, um, you know. I kept trying like different ones, mm-hmm. um, mainly like if I was with people and like someone else got, it, I was like, oh, let me try it, let me see if yeah. I like it. Um, and it's still not one of like my favorite things in the yeah. world, but there's I've had <coughs> I've had it a couple of times um, where I was like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, I could eat this every day. Oh yeah. Um, that, notably in in um, in Tulum, uh, working with. Um, Cesar Casañeda, yeah, shout out. He's probably not listening to this, but <laughs> shout out. Maybe I'll get him on the podcast <laughs> later. But his mole was the, the best one I've ever had yeah. anywhere in the world, um, and it was so good. I was like, I could eat this every yeah. day.
1: And he's yeah. a he's a guy from New Tulum, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. Uh, anything that. If I went over there, anything that they put in front of me, I would just consume it. Oh my god, looks delicious. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) And and I think it's easier for us in kind of more of a fine dining setting Mm -hmm. to be like, just bring me whatever. Yeah, of course. That's why I told him because he asked me, he's like, well, what do you what do you want to what do you want to try? Yeah, and I was like, I am completely in your hands. Like you you tell me what I should try. Yeah. Um. And then he ended up bringing me out like an entire tasting menu. It was amazing. That's awesome. Um. But. I feel like if we can kind of apply that mentality to anywhere that we go, anywhere that's new, and just be like, "Look, like the people who make it know everything. Like yeah, they're like they make it, so of they're course. they're very familiar with everything they're making, and just be like, yeah, yeah. Just and this all person. the ingredients
1: that they're making it with are they can get it locally, you know. Yeah. So if you're if you're here in DFW or you know anywhere in the U.S. and you go to a restaurant from a culture that you're not familiar with. Like, you don't have to worry, like, oh, is, like, the water going to make me sick? Oh, or yeah. any, you don't have to worry <laughs> about stuff like that. Like, so there's no, there's really no threat yeah. at all of going to somewhere where you're not comfortable and just trying out their food and seeing yeah. if you like it. Like, yeah. yeah, so.
0: And, and like, I mean, obviously, like, be aware. Like, if something. Of course, yeah. I, you know, I remember I went to one. I won't say where it was, but I went to a, I think it was a Thai restaurant, um, and, they they brought it out and it just smelled bad. Like it didn't yeah. smell like I don't like this, but it was like something smells wrong with this. Like yeah. I think the meat was bad or something. Yeah. And that I did send that back because I was like I'm I'm so sorry, but like yeah. something went wrong yeah. with this. You know <laughs> like um, and so like still be you of know course, yeah. aware. Don't be you know ha- you know have an open mind, but don't let your brain fall out. Uh, yeah, it's just
1: it's just I mean just use common sense. It's yeah. really all it is. And yeah. but. I mean, I, I think a lot of people feel this way. Um, the reason that I reached out to you in the first place was mm-hmm. because I had just gone on, like, a Anthony Bourdain binge.
0: Okay. You
1: know? And so I was just watching, like, every show that he ever made.
0: Yeah.
1: And just, like, watching that, watching him experience cultures, mm-hmm. it was like, dude, like, I, I want to do that. Yeah. Like, I, I want to do all of that. Yeah. Like, who doesn't want to experience... All that stuff themselves, um, and so once you once once you actually venture out for the first time, you, you you get your feet wet and you try something that's different. You it bites you. You you get oh, yeah. like bitten like a bug. Like yeah. something comes in you and you're just like I need to try everything now. And I've noticed that with so many people, so many clients that I deal with. Um, they're just like, oh, yeah, I'm new to the town. You know, what should I get? And I always tell them to go to, you know, the Ethiopian spot over here uh-huh, or yeah. or something that they're not used to. Yeah. And then after that, they're just like, yeah, dude, I've been to, like, every Vietnamese restaurant <laughs> in Fort Worth or every, like, Japanese restaurant in Fort Worth. And they'll yeah. have, like, they'll rank, like, oh, this place has be- the best ramen. This place has, like, the yeah. best, you know, this <laughs> and that and the other. And it's just like, yeah, you just – you send someone to a place – that they've never been to before. And they have like, even if they have just a little bit of trust in mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. they'll go and then they'll just be like, Oh, this is amazing. Like, yeah. tell me more. Like, where else can I get other yeah, stuff like this? Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think that a lot of people, they're adventurous, like in thought, like they like yeah. the <laughs> idea of it, but they're just need like a little push to, yeah. to go into some of the places. And so, um, just going somewhere and being like, This is what you can expect when you walk. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is enough for people to be like, Okay, I can deal with that. Yeah, you know.
1: I mean, it was just like we were talking about before the podcast, you know, I know people who they say, Oh yeah, I'm 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 pretty well traveled. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh yeah, like where have you gone? And they're just like, Yeah, we went to Mexico. I was like, Oh, that's wonderful. Where are in Mexico? Well, we went to Cancun and Playa del Carmen and blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, like that's cool. Um like where else have you gone? Well, we went to Jamaica. I'm like, "Well, oh, nice." Yeah, we went to Sandals Resort. Uh, I was like, "All right. Well, Sandals." Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's nice. It's a great getaway. I'm sure you feel very relaxed and, you know, you enjoyed your time there, but um you know, just traveling to a location to be somewhere that you're already familiar with, mm. it's not you're not really getting the full experience.
0: Yeah. You know. So yeah. and that's yeah, I I like have a lot of mm, that's too strong of a word, not disdain, <laughs> but like for me personally like I hate traveling to those kinds of places because yeah. it's like, well why like why bother? Like I could have stayed, you know, yeah. here if I, you wanna, if I wanted. To you could have yeah, gone to California, you could have gone somewhere been, else, you know, easier. Yeah. Um so I I like the I like, well, I like uh, two things. I like the feeling of like kind of the adventure of like, oh, this is different. Um, but then also like places that, that I frequent in like Mexico city, like yeah. it has its own, it feels like home in a different way, Absolutely. you know? Um, yeah. And so it's not the same feeling of like, oh, like everything's new. Cause it's not like a yeah. lot of it's familiar now, Of course. Um, but it, it has like a distinct, like, you know, feel to it. Exactly. And, and when I'm there, it, everything's different. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like going to, just like, I don't know, just like resorts in general, or those, that's just not my kind of vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't like everything kind of. Like all included, yeah. I like to make decisions, <laughs> yeah, or exactly. just kind of go with the flow. Like I don't like schedules. I went on a cruise once, yeah, um, and I was like, well, I'm glad I did that. Never yeah. doing that again. My parents, my horrible. parents have been
1: on a few, and they never invited me. And so <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's just the like I just yeah I'm just like you know really really salty about the fact that my parents never took me on a cruise, <laughs> or it's just like I'm 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 the same way. I just. There's something about the idea of it that like, yeah, it just sounds fun. Like you're going to go somewhere different. You have a different experience and maybe one day I'll go on a cruise and I'll love it. Yeah. But there's yeah. something about having just here's everything that you're going to do on this trip. Yeah. Just laid out for you. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, like I, I like to wander the streets at 10 p.m. and just kind of yeah. see where, what happens. And yeah you know, sometimes I go home that night and I'm just like, I will never do that again. (laughs) And that was terrifying. (laughs) And, but you know, for the most part, it usually turns out into really, really positive experiences. Yeah.
0: And, and I mean, there's some people that like, they love, like everything's planned out for me. Like all I have to do is just like, it it gives them some, like enough structure to where they're comfortable going to a completely different place. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that can be fine to a certain degree yeah um but i always like try to like encourage people to branch out just a little bit just a bit yeah once you're there just like skip one of the tours yeah just like (laughs) your own thing like yeah um and you know a a lot of usually when i travel now um it's to places where i either like know people or like Mm -hmm. i've at least like know them like in air quotes um, yeah from like you know instagram or like whatever like i meet a lot of it's it sounds really sketchy but like i meet a lot of people on like instagram yeah and i'll go travel and like we'll link up and then they show me all kinds of cool places and um that's actually how i've met a lot of people who are uh who are good friends of mine now Mm -hmm. um that's i mean that's how we met too yeah (laughs) um and so there's if you can do something like that, too, I always tell people, like, that's really, like, if you can find someone there mm-hmm. who's willing, even just like, that's hey, true. let's, like, go to, like, lunch one day. That's true. And then they can just kind of tell you, like, oh, you can go to this place and yeah. that place. And and that that's kind of not as, like, okay, like, I have to figure everything out. Yeah. Um, but it's still not, you know, super, super structured.
1: Yeah. and I mean, what I, I, I do something similar I whenever I travel when i go to san jose i look at barbershops in san jose because i'm a barber and so i already have something in common with barbers all around the world so i just look for the barbershop in san jose that looks really cool i go visit them and then from there i'm like oh where should i go and usually i end up hanging out with you know a couple of those guys and when i go to new york i do the same thing you know i have family in new york but i still look for barbershops in. See, like, hey, like, we're, like, the locals are always going to give you the good spots. Yes. You know, they're they're <laughs> always going to, like, hey, like, this is my favorite spot. It's, yeah. like, a little secret spot not a lot of people know about <laughs> it. So the locals, anytime, you know, you travel anywhere, you want to try to not, you don't have to, but it does help to try to kind of scope out the area. Maybe, you yeah. know, it, whatever you're interested in, find other people that are interested in that thing. Yeah. In other places. And that way, it's really easy for you to connect with somebody and then, Whenever you're like, yeah, I'm gonna be in that in your area like in a couple months, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, come over, I'll I'll, I'll show you I'll show you around for a day. Yeah, um, yeah, and it always works out really really well.
0: Or even like, um, you know, like like coffee shops or mm-hmm. you know, I always say in hostels. Some people, yeah, <coughs> Elena thinks that uh, <laughs> hostels are sketchy, but you know, places like that are are good places where like it's very natural to just ask those questions, Yeah, you know, it's like, Hey, like, you know, you live here, like I'm visiting for a few days. Like where do I have to go? Um, And
1: I'm, I'm big into personally, I'm, I'm big into like craft beer. I like breweries and things like that. So I'll go to a brewery and it's, you know, just walk, walk up to a group of interesting people that, that you want to talk to and just, Oh yeah, I'm not from here. And then they all, all their attention turns on you. Yeah. And they're just like asking you questions yeah. and oh you should go over here, you should go over there, you should try this out, you should try that out. Yes. Hey, there's a festival coming up this weekend, you should go. And yeah. so it's it's yeah, finding places where people tend to congregate mm-hmm. is a great way to kind of explore certain lands.
0: Yeah. And it, and if it's like a place that I've never that I've never been to or um maybe I've only been to once, I'm not super familiar, I'll usually just kind of like do some, like, preliminary, like, online research, mm-hmm. and I'll have some... Because I don't go, like, completely without a plan. Like, I have, like, yeah. okay, here's, like, some places that I want to go to, mm-hmm. um, or I'll, like, map it out, like, okay, if it's, like, a big city, um, like, all right, this part of town, like, these places seem to be cool, and yeah. maybe I don't hit up any of them, yeah. but at least I have something to where it's, like, okay, I'm completely overwhelmed yeah. by how big everything is. Like, I have a destination yeah. within the city. And exactly. then once you're there... Kind of do like what you're saying, just like start for sure. To people asking people, and then like okay, I can completely throw this plan away. I don't need it, but I have some sort of like Guideline. safety net. Yeah, of like all right, I have something to do if mm-hmm. you know if none of those like plan Bs work out.
1: And I and one thing that I do that has become kind of uh, I've I become obsessive about. <laughs> it, it started just kind of naturally when I started watching. Um, Travel shows and Mm -hmm. the whole Anthony Bourdain thing and all that. And even when I watch movies, if I see a restaurant like in the background or if Anthony Bourdain Mm -hmm. goes, went to a restaurant and mentions the name, I go on Google Maps and I will search that place and I will star it. Even if it's in a place that I will never, ever (laughs) go to in my life. I've made so many recommendations to my clients that have gone like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in Tokyo. I can pull up my Google Maps. I've never been in Tokyo. <laughs> I can pull up my Google Maps and go, these are places you should check out. That's awesome. Because I just, I just have a habit of, yeah. of just saving things on my maps in case I ever go there. Yeah. Um, and so I helped out one of my clients who went to London. Um, I showed him some restaurants to go to. And yeah. I even I even had some suggestions for hostels over there just yeah. because of articles that pop up on my Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'll just, yeah, like, my, my Google Maps is just littered with, like, little, <laughs> like, stars and flags of, like, places that you should go to and stuff yeah. like that, so.
0: And and Google Maps is so great because you can create, like, just maps under different names, like, yeah. per city, mm-hmm. and then just, like, categorize them all there, and then just exactly. pull it up. They're all yeah, and like, then you, so once you're once you there
1: in the area, you can pull up the Google Maps and just, hey, show me what's in the area. Yeah. And, oh, you have this place starred. You have this place flagged. Like, you should go here. You should yeah. go there. And that's, yeah. that's the easiest way. Like, now... When I do travel to, like, certain cities in the U.S., I don't even – I don't plan it out anymore because I just know if I'm going to Portland, I have, like, 50 places starred in Portland I'll just figure it out when I get there. You've already planned for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've planned. I plan for every future it. vacation yeah. you could possibly. Exactly. Have at this Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you went to Mexico City, the several times you've been there, mm-hmm. you'll I'll I'll see your Instagram story and you'll be at a place and I'll I'll go to my maps <laughs> and I will save that place. So <laughs> I've a lot of the places that you've been to, I've already have them saved. Yeah. like New Tulum, <laughs> like that's already flagged on on my maps.
0: So that's yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. That's fun. And see, see this, I'm going to, I'm going to throw some shade to people. You know who you are. <laughs> Here you go. Cause so you'll, you have the appropriate response. You're like, Oh, this looks cool. Like I'm going to save this information. I have so many yeah. people that will be like, Hey, send me a list of like where to go. <laughs> and I'm like, I already did that. Like yeah. through pictures. Like yeah. it's, yeah. it's there. Like take the for five sure. seconds to just like just scroll through the feet. Like, no, I'm not going to make you like a customer. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know who you are. Like, of course. I don't have time for that. Like, yeah. I don't even remember. That's the main thing is I don't remember. For sure, um, I have to like think about it. Or when mm-hmm. people will be like, "Where is a good place for this?" I'll usually just blank until I'm, you know, thinking about. It. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I usually have to pull up my own Instagram. Yeah. And I'm like, where did I eat like that one time? <laughs> um, and then it's like, oh yeah, this place. And then oh, and there's this other place. And like, um, but that's like that's why I have that there. Yeah, it's for sure. Just like, it's like I'm, I'm
1: sure you get that when people are like, "Who has the best tacos in Fort Worth?" And you're just oh, like, oh, I, all the
0: time. Yeah. All the you're time. Just
1: like, come on. Like, I've been to like. 50 different food and I'm trucks like, first
0: of all, best <laughs> is so subjective. Yeah. <laughs> like, of just course. Just reword your question. Um, there's no. I don't think there can be like a best. No. With food, it's it's just, it's so subjective. Yeah. I'll tell course. people like, I don't know what the quote unquote best is, but like, here's like five places that I frequent because I really enjoy them. And yeah. I think you will enjoy them. Yeah, for um, sure. Or, you know, sometimes I'll ask people like, what's your, what's your adventure level? Like, <laughs> what are yeah. you, how yeah. comfortable are and you? And people
1: always overestimate. They're just like, yeah, I'm really adventurous. And then you tell them there's like, they end up not doing any See, of that. See, <laughs> I have the
0: exact opposite. Really? reaction. Most people are like, "I'm not adventurous at all." Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you, "Will you eat outside? Do you need like a building, or can it be a truck?" Like, can yeah. It be at nighttime, like, how? Where are you willing to go? Yeah, for sure. And a lot of people are just like, "I'm not very adventurous." Like, and I'm like, "Okay, so try this place. Yeah. or This place." Um, but I usually tell them like, "Just drive by this place, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll be like, just look at it. I'm sure yeah. you think it's fine." And then it's um it's it's funny just kind of the different kind of reactions that Mm -hmm. that people have um and then (laughs) like we you know we were joking i think one time when you were cutting my hair um back when i was teaching and uh you know i tell people i don't even know how i got started but it was in one class that that Mm -hmm. i was that i was teaching and someone said something about street food and i was like oh my god like i love street food like every time i travel like that's yeah. what I that's what I eat like yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um and <laughs> this this one um older lady was like like well I bet you wouldn't do that in Mexico. And I was like, ma'am, <laughs> that's literally if all I only do. You knew. That's all I do. Like <laughs> I go there every yeah. year and that's literally all I do. Of course. Yeah. And um <laughs> I kind of like just reacted in that moment. Um and she was a little bit taken aback until so I like regained in my composure but then you know we had a really great um conversation that came out of that Mm -hmm. where i was like you know like honestly like eating in a resort is not your safest bet because they hold food a lot longer and like you don't know how long it's been in there you can't Mm -hmm. see the kitchen you can't see what's going on yeah um so you know for me, like, of course, like, not all street food is safe and, like, not any restaurant is safe. Yeah. Um, but I like street food because I can see what's happening. Like, I can see everything that they're doing. Yeah, I never thought about like it that. See where it comes from. Yeah. Um, it usually moves a lot quicker. Yeah, um, They're that's not true. holding things all day because it doesn't last all day. Like, they have to frequently buy things. And so um, I can kind of decide, like, as I'm walking past, you can be like, does this yeah. place look clean enough? Sure. Yeah. You know? um and sometimes i'm like i don't know about this place but my friends that are there are like this one's fine that yeah. one's not fine i'm like but they look exactly the same but there's certain things that they'll notice and so i try yeah. to am anytime i a friend from like a place like every time i'm in mexico um i'm usually with uh, with damian and um he'll be like don't eat at that place <laughs> and i'm like okay but why like explain yeah. it to me because i want to learn like you yeah. have this like x-ray vision like you can see yeah exactly other things because i'm like they all kind of look the same to uh-huh. me um, and so I've learned a lot just from him. He's like, no, because like this and that, or
1: yeah. You know. And then going back to street food and what we were talking about before with cultures, um, I've noticed that whenever someone takes an interest in or you know just takes a shot and goes for some street food in an area that they're not familiar with, a lot of times that street food is street food that or like food for the locals for majority of the people that are poor Hmm. like in puerto rico a lot of like the famous dishes are what poor people would eat in puerto rico um you know back in the day and so you learn more about someone's culture just eating the street food because that's the everyday food that's the food that they quite literally consume every single day and it's the food that's cheap um it's it's their version of fast food really yeah um and so, when you're in a different location, just go in and grab some street food. It's the best way to interact with locals. Mm-hmm. It's typically the best food that yeah. you'll have a lot yeah. of times um unless you're just privy to really fancy restaurants yeah. <laughs> um and it's just overall the best experience you can possibly have yeah um anywhere that you go
0: and and it's a it's a pretty even if you have like no idea like where you are. Or anything, you can just look like in a in especially in bigger cities that have lots of like street stalls set up. Mm -hmm. Like just like, okay, this one has a really long line, like yeah this place go must there. be bomb like I'm, yeah. like I'm gonna wait in line at this place yeah you know if, if i walk by a place and they have like no customers i'm uh-huh. like uh, let me, i'll probably just keep walking yeah you know <laughs> so there's there's like very easy like tells it's like okay this place is packed yeah um, it's worth waiting for you know if there's
1: a lot of people there
0: and that's i mean that's one of how i found a lot of the the taco trucks that i like here i used to just like i would just drive around at night i'd mm-hmm. get off work and i'm like i already ate but i'm just gonna drive around And see like which one of these places has lines at like 11 p.m. Yeah, they're good. Like people are, you know, getting off work
1: or like getting off like from hanging out or whatever, and then just like go to.
0: Yep, I'm like, all right. There's like ten cars in front of this one. There's none in front of that one. So I'm gonna go to the ten car one. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. For sure. So, I guess, what advice would you give someone who maybe doesn't feel super adventurous, but they do want to? kind of experience more or kind of learn about more cultures
1: um i would say you know if you're on social media look for people that you find interesting Hmm. um you know again the experience that that we had how we met i just saw you going to all these cool places and i was like man i want to hang out with that guy so i just reached out to you and I was like hey is there any way that we can grab you know lunch or something like that together and that's how that's how our friendship started. Yeah, um, and so either doing that or just reaching out to coworkers or just people that in your neighborhood that you know, mm-hmm. and that aren't from the same culture as you, um, that have a different culture, and saying, "Hey, like, would you like to hang?" It's always more comfortable to hang out with somebody else and experience those things with somebody else. Sure. If you're not, you know, just willing to just get up and go and be mm. super super adventurous yeah. by yourself. Um, so yeah familiarize yourself with people in around your neighborhood that are different cultures and ask them, you know, Oh, like, you know, if there's a Ethiopian family from across the street, ask them, Hey, is there any place that you like to go eat? Yeah. And they'll point you to the places that are typically the best and in their opinion. Yeah. And then you just go there. And same thing with like Indian food. I mean, I've, I've been introduced to so many Indian restaurants in DFW Just based off of asking Indian people, hey, where do you like to get Indian food? You know, I take a lot of Ubers a lot of time Mm -hmm. um, and just ask the Uber drivers, like, you know, like whether they're like I've had in Colorado, I had a lot of um, East African. There's a pretty large East African population in Colorado. And in Colorado, I was just like in Denver, where's a good place to eat like some Ethiopian or whatever? And they're just like over here, over here, over here, over here. And I just go there. And in <laughs> California, Take I had, there now. yeah, <laughs> in California, there were a lot of uh, Uber drivers that I had that were Asian. And I'm yeah. like, what are the, some of the best places to eat, you know, Japanese, Korean, Thai, Vietnamese. Yeah. And they just direct you in that, in that location. Yeah. Um, so I, I highly recommend just familiarizing yourself with people around you. Sure. And asking them, it's the easiest way. Um, and then just kind of, Sometimes it's just good to go on Google Maps and look in your area, zoom in, and just find restaurants that are in your area that you've never heard about, and yeah. just go. And when you get there, tell the waiter, this is my first time here. I would like to try something that I've never tried before. And they will be more than happy to direct you to different dishes that will get you out of your comfort zone pretty quickly. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. That's great advice. George, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show today. If people want to keep man. up with you, uh, where can they where can they follow you?
1: Um, well, I mean, Instagram is pretty much the only form of social media that I use. So it's uh, J-O-R-G-E-I-V-X-N. Um, that's George Ivan with an X instead of an A uh, on Instagram. And, yeah, I mean, I don't post a lot, but I'm pretty active on it. So if anyone has any questions or if anyone in the DFW needs, uh, needs recommendations for restaurants. <laughs> shoot me a DM because I'm I'm not I haven't been to every restaurant, <laughs> but I'm been pretty familiar with yeah. a lot of restaurants in DFW <laughs> or breweries. So
0: with one of either one of the two. What you guys should really do is. Go schedule a appointment and get your haircut, and then oh, yeah, while you're that. getting your haircut, yeah. just be like, "Where do I need to eat?" Yeah, so, <laughs> that's the that's the real power move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go
1: follow a Fort Worth barbershop as well. That's the barbershop that I work in, so definitely yeah, go awesome. check us he, out. He
0: always you've been cut my hair for a little bit now. Yeah, um, and always I'm always like, ah, I look good now. Appreciate yeah. it, man. thanks. <laughs> I try. So does a good job. Does a good job. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you uh, for listening. If you enjoyed this program, please uh, go and uh, rate us, leave us a review. like to hear what you're thinking. Um, you can listen on iTunes, on Spotify, on Anchor, pretty much any platform. Um, and, uh, let me know what you think.